Welcome to And Justice for All, the official podcast of Roosevelt University, exploring the relationship between education and justice, and the transformative power of inclusive education. Hosted by Roosevelt University President Ali Malekzadeh. As demand for healthcare professionals surges in the U.S., the new College of Science, Health, and Pharmacy brings together 16 programs under one umbrella. In this episode, I welcome our deans to talk about why Roosevelt University formed the new college and what it means for our students. Dr. Melissa Hogan has served as the Dean of the College of Pharmacy since 2016 and is now the Dean of the new college. Our co-dean, Dr. Kelly Wentz-Hunter, has taught as a professor of biology and led the Department of Biological, Physical, and Health Sciences. The deans and I talked about racial health disparities the most crucial and critical needs in healthcare and opportunities for collaboration. I hope you will enjoy our conversation. Well, congratulations to both of you. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. And we're going to start with Dr. Wentz Hunter. Why don't you go first? All right. Thank you, President Ali. I actually joined the faculty at Roosevelt in 2006. Uh, I earned my PhD from Rosalind Franklin in pharmacology and molecular biology. And then I was at um, the University of Illinois at Chicago for about nine years. I did my postdoc there in corneal disease and glaucoma. And then I worked my way up until I had my own research lab there. But I realized very quickly that I was not happy. Although I loved research, I wasn't really happy. And my passion really lied in teaching and education. And so that's when I moved to Roosevelt. And I've really, you know, during my 14 years here at Roosevelt, I've really been fortunate to be able to pursue that enthusiasm for science education first as a professor in biology and then as chair of the Department of Biological, Physical, and Health Sciences. And now I'm really excited in this new role as the co-dean of the College of Science, Health, and Pharmacy. Okay, terrific. Outstanding background. And I'm sure you're now prepared for your new responsibilities as co-dean. Well, let's turn over to Dr. Hogan, a little bit about your background, please. Sure. Thanks, Dr. Ali. So I actually did my training at University of Illinois at Chicago in pharmacy and did a a post-graduation residency at Advocate Lutheran General. Following that, I I discovered during my education and, and during that residency that my passion was also in teaching, and I joined Midwestern University very early in my career as a co-funded faculty member working with OSCO Pharmacy to develop a new model of practice in community pharmacy. Um, Over my 17 years there as a clinical faculty member, my classroom teaching was focused on pharmaceutical care skills development and veterinary pharmacy. 
At that time, I also served as a clinical pharmacist in an anticoagulation clinic. I joined Roosevelt in 2012 as a faculty member, became department chair, and subsequently in 2016 was appointed dean. And like Dr. Wentz-Hunter, I'm really excited to be part of this new college structure, to work together with her and with all of our faculty and staff to bring together these robust offerings in the sciences and in healthcare. Okay. Well, you know, Kelly, you have done a lot of work with a master's in biomedical science degree. Tell us about that program and some of your graduates' accomplishment and success. Yeah, the MA in Biomedical Science Program, or MABS, as we like to refer to it, it's a nine-month master's program, and it helps to prepare the students for admission into health profession schools, such as medical, dental, physician assistant study, pharmacy, and optometry. We're really proud of this program because we have many students that they enter their undergraduate education And many of them don't have a clear idea of what their ultimate goal might be, or maybe they have educational or personal struggles. And that leaves them with GPAs that are not really competitive for them to have immediate acceptance into their chosen professional school. And so the MABS program is really an excellent bridge for them from undergraduate to the professional school. It can be done relatively quickly. And the students in the program then can demonstrate that they can handle a rigorous science curriculum to the admissions committees. In addition to that, they also receive support from our faculty and staff for professional exams, such as the MCAT or GRE. We help them with professional statements. We provide opportunities for them to do internships and also give mock interviews to help them with that step. What we found is that this holistic type of student support was many times lacking in their undergraduate experience. But however, with this support, many of our students have thrived and went on to fulfill their health career goals. We have students that have been accepted into area schools such as Loyola, UIC, and Northwestern. We're most pleased about those students that have matriculated into our College of Pharmacy program here at Roosevelt. We also have students that have gone on to a variety of other states, including Texas, California, Florida, and Massachusetts. So we have a lot of success stories out there. Probably the one story that, you know, really touches my heart and that I'm most proud of is about one of our recent math graduates. This is a young man that had been told repeatedly that he didn't belong in the pre-med track. He was told he wasn't smart enough. He was told that he didn't fit into the idea of what a pre-med student was supposed to be. He is a person of color. He's multiracial. He had a youth that included being homeless for a portion of time. Uh, He was in the foster care system. And he came from an educational background that wasn't strong. When he went to undergrad, he was continually told that he needed to switch his major, that he wasn't going to be successful, he was never going to be a physician. And, you know, even though that was disheartening to him, he stayed in the sciences and graduated. He applied to our program because, partially because of the mission of Roosevelt, but also because he felt that, you know, we would give him a chance. And 
even though he had this really negative experience in his undergraduate education, it didn't dissuade him from believing in his dream to become a physician. And at Roosevelt, he thrived. And he thrived because we believed in him. We believed he would. And thus he did. And he was successful. And he was accepted into his top two choice medical schools. And now he's in his first year of medical school. He's going to be an amazing primary care physician. And he and the type of student that he is, that's why I'm here, right? And I think that's why most of us are here at Roosevelt. And we have so many of these kinds of students that have not been given a chance or given opportunities elsewhere. And these are the types of students that we welcome at Roosevelt. And they're the type of students that are going to change the landscape of healthcare. And, you know, Kelly, that's a great example of how you and your faculty provided a second chance for someone to thrive. And, you know, fortunately, you copied me on his letter when he sent it back after getting accepted to medical school and how much he thanked you and the faculty. And the striking statement for me was when he said that when I finish medical school and start my practice, no if, no, you know, I am going to do this. And when I start my practice, I'm going to give back. And so amazing example. Now also, you know, Melissa, I know you and your college have been a very, very successful program. Under your leadership, the program has thrived. So tell us a little bit about your college and your successes as well. Thanks, Dr. Ali. Really, one of my favorite things to do is to brag about the College of Pharmacy, and there are so many things that I can highlight. But before I do that, I want to answer your second question is, to what do we attribute this success? And I can tell you absolutely that this success is the result of the incredible commitment of our faculty and staff. I have never worked with a more dedicated group of individuals and they're all here for the same reason. They're here to support students. They're here because they want our graduates to be incredible pharmacists who provide optimal patient care, and they want to be a part of that success. And they are also uniformly committed to the mission of Roosevelt. You know, Roosevelt was formed when it was legal to keep students out of education for their religious, for their religious beliefs and their racial and ethnic background. And while it's no longer legal, there are still informal barriers to education, such as what Dr. Wentz-Hunter described, that are really keeping people out of healthcare, out of the sciences, in ways that are just not acceptable. And our faculty are completely dedicated to that mission as well and want to educate this new, diverse workforce in healthcare to provide patient care to those underserved patients and to provide culturally competent care to every patient they encounter. So, a few of our accomplishments that I want to highlight. <laughs> First of all, I think probably the, the thing most on the minds of pharmacy students or people applying to pharmacy school is the boards. So that's a big hurdle for everyone to get over and something that you know we, we absolutely are committed to supporting our students in. And in fact, we are at or above the national passing rate on first-time boards passing. We actually were the highest passing rate in the city. We've got four competitors, four very strong competitors in the area. And so, you know, in, in some cases, we're able to exceed the rest of them or match them. So about 90% of our graduates pass the boards the first time around. That's awesome. That, yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So, and that really, you know, sets people up for 
a good launch to their career. And we do that really intentionally. We do a lot of boards prep during their last year when they're on their clinical rotations. They're also preparing for boards with regular study sessions and exams to prepare them. And then we provide a lot of support even after graduation for our graduates as they're about to take that exam. And so we've seen the, the, the result of that. The other aspects that are really important to our graduates and important to our program is our residency match rate. Residencies are highly competitive for postgraduate training for those who want to go into a clinical practice. And our graduates are getting those, those residencies. And many of them are even doing a second year of specialty residency as well, both in the Chicago area and all over the country. And I would say important to our graduates as well is our employment rate. So we collect that data a year after graduation, and we are looking at about 95% on average postgraduate employment rate. So we're really proud of that as well. And, you know, while I attributed our successes to our faculty and our staff, this is also a success of our students and our graduates because they are building the reputation of our program through what they do and how they provide care. And our graduates are picked up by employers because they see them on their rotations. They see the kind of pharmacists that they are becoming and they want a Roosevelt graduate. So we're really proud of what our students are doing. And I would just like to bend your ear just a little bit about one other thing about our program, which yeah. is sort of a new track in our program in the past couple of years, which is the PharmD MBA program. And our 2021 graduates will be the first class that had the opportunity to participate in this program. We have about 50 of our 80-some graduates, upcoming graduates, who will have earned a third of the credits toward their MBA when they graduate. And obviously, anything you can do to set yourself apart as a new graduate of any program is important. But in pharmacy, that's incredibly important. And many of our graduates end up in management roles very early after graduation. And this credential, this training is really going to set them apart. So we're really thrilled at, you know, the commitment of our students to partake in this, to add on to their already rigorous program and glad to support them in that endeavor. You're listening to And Justice For All the official podcast of Roosevelt University. Well, you know, both of you have been very successful in your careers and uh, being administrators of your programs in your colleges and so forth. So let's turn our attention a little bit to the new college as we're unveiling the new College of Science, Health, and Pharmacy, which brings 16 degree programs together under one umbrella, under your joint leadership. So what programs will be in the new college and how will it benefit current and future students? This time, I'm gonna start with you, Melissa, and then get to Kelly. Sure, and I'll let Kelly answer most of that. Of course, pharmacy will be under this umbrella within this new college. And you know we see so many potential opportunities that we we will want our faculty to lead us on in terms of developing additional career paths and additional opportunities to articulate students from one program to another so that they can develop the unique career path that they want. But I'll let Dr. Wentz-Hunter describe the other programs that are coming in under this one college. Kelly? 
Certainly. So we kind of have the science and health portion of, of the programs coming in. So we're bringing in our MS programs in biology and biotechnology and chemical sciences. We also have our MA in biomedical sciences that we've already talked about a little bit. We're going to be bringing in our bachelor's programs in what we call our hard sciences, so our biology and biochemistry. In addition to that, we're going to be having a large number of programs that really would kind of fall under what we call the health programs, right? So we have a bachelor's degree in health science administration. This is one of our newer degrees that has really taken off in the last year or so. A lot of students are really interested in getting in on the administrative side of healthcare, and so that's been a really great program for us. We also have six bachelor's degrees in the allied health field, and so these degrees are in conjunction with area hospitals, mainly Northwestern Memorial Hospital and North Shore University Hospital in Evanston, and those include diagnostic medical sonography, most people know it as ultrasound, histotechnology, medical technology, nuclear medicine technology, radiation therapy, and radiography. We also have a couple minors in the sciences, including chemistry and environmental sciences that are, are part of this college. And then we have the nursing degree. One degree that we're really excited about that we brought over is our BS in nursing. We have the exercise, nutrition, and health sciences BA. That's going to have a number of tracks in it, um, things like kinesiology, uh, sports and health coaching, and nutrition and health sciences. And then we have the multi-skilled technician degree, which is an associate's degree. And so I think that's a really broad range of programs from the doctorate of pharmacy all the way down to our multi-skilled technician uh, associate's degree. Well, that's quite an array of health-related programs. All of us, obviously, very crucial for the future of our nation, of our state, our city, and of course, the careers of our students. Now, what are some of the goals the two of you have short-term, long-term and, you know, uh, I know part of that is putting together the, this college was to show that your health profession is interdisciplinary. So it's that part of the deal. So what are some of the goals that you have? And Kelly, you go first this time. Okay. Well, I think probably one of the main goals or one of the first goals that I have is to really take the nursing program that we have and really strengthen that nursing program and to build that nursing program. Right now we have a bachelor's in nursing, but we'd like to to grow that to include graduate degrees. And so that's probably one of the first things that I'd really like to see us expand. I don't know if Melissa wants to jump in here next on expanding. So I... I think one of the really exciting opportunities that I see is to build additional degrees and certificates for working healthcare providers. A lot of folks get into their clinical career and thrive in that, but also after a period of time want additional opportunities or want to pivot their career. And I see that in pharmacy and I know that that exists for other healthcare providers as well. And with bringing together all of these degrees, it gives us the opportunity to create specific opportunities, specific certificates that are of 
available to and, and appealing to the working healthcare provider. So we'll be working on just looking at where the needs are and what specific programs we can build that will be most beneficial to our graduates. Yeah, and you know, uh, from my perspective, this is a perfect time for this college to be put together under your vision and your leadership. So talk to me regarding how this college will support the social justice mission of the university and how connected that is to the work of you and your faculty. Melissa, you go first. Okay. So, so I, I think that one, one thing that we are always asking ourselves in the College of Pharmacy, and I think we will continue to do so as part of the College of Science, Health, and Pharmacy, is how are we articulating that mission, right? So in addition to recruiting and teaching underrepresented students within the health field, we also are very careful about how we spend our valuable resources within the college. So we actually place clinical faculty in healthcare organizations to be able to provide clinical service as well as to teach our students. And since I have taken my current position as dean of the college, we have not placed any faculty in health systems that do not serve a significant portion of underserved patients. So we are very committed to expending our resources very judiciously in that regard because it's the right thing to do and because we want our students trained in these settings where they, again, learn to provide culturally competent care and that they are also a resource to these patients. So that's, that's one thing that I think will continue to motivate us in this larger college structure as well. Kelly, what else would you like to add to that? Well, as I think President Ali is aware, we have in the sciences, we have a Howard Hughes Medical Institute grant on inclusive excellence that is our initiatives that are aimed at increasing retention and graduation of first generation and people excluded because of ethnicity and race. And I think that we are going to be expanding our initiatives to include the whole college and to increase representation of these students and their success across the whole college. I mean, as Melissa was talking about, we really want to focus our resources on making certain that the healthcare landscape really is reflecting our population, right? And I think we both would agree right now that as we look at our healthcare providers, they are not reflecting the population that they serve. And, uh, you know, part of the mission of Roosevelt is making opportunities for all. And we want to emulate that mission so that we then will have a healthcare population of providers that is reflective of our true population. And until we make those opportunities available to students, we're not we're not going to see that reflected in our healthcare yeah. providers. No, I mean, kudos to both of you for having those goals because we need to absolutely reflect the population. And the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois, where we live, and our healthcare organizations need to be, uh, healthcare workers need to be reflective of that. Now, you mentioned Northwestern and our relationship with Northwestern. Talk a little bit more about the relationships that you have built with other similar types of healthcare organizations that would benefit the students and the fact that we are in Chicago. Sure, I'd like to start with that. We are so fortunate to be in a city with some of the best healthcare systems in the world, 
our students, like the students in some of Kelly's programs, our students are training at these facilities. So Northwestern, Mount Sinai, Rush, University of Chicago. These are places where our students in pharmacy are learning literally how to practice among the most advanced practice models in the world. They're learning the top of their license. They're learning from practitioners who are respected and whose work is emulated by other practitioners. And this is a resource that we are just so fortunate to have. And we are so fortunate that we have such positive relationships with these organizations that our students can train in them so that our graduates, no matter where they want to practice, have learned from the best. That's significant. Kelly? Yeah, we also are seeing opportunities for our students at places like Mount Sinai Hospital, which again is a hospital that provides for populations that are underserved in the city. And they're having the opportunity to see um, patients, you know, with a lot of trauma and things like that, that perhaps they wouldn't have opportunities at other hospitals or other areas. And I think that's really important for them, not only to perhaps be in a facility like Northwestern with extremely high standards and high level of care, but to also be in these underserved populations where they might see a variety of different patients and and uh, situations. And so I, I just really feel like we're really providing for our students just a large amount of opportunities throughout the city in a variety of settings that I really don't think that they're having the opportunity to get from any other institution in Chicago. And again, that is a vision for your college to set us apart with the amalgamation of the various science and health and pharmacy programs. And again, your focus is on social justice and the success of your students. And I cannot think of a better time in our history where COVID-19 is just devastating our nation. And we are reliant on the graduates of your programs to take us forward and help us heal as a nation. So thank you so much for engaging in this conversation. Thank you so much for taking on these additional duties. And good luck to both of you. Thank you so much. And thanks for the opportunity. We're, we're thrilled to be a part of it and to make a difference. Yes, thank you very much as well. And Justice for All is produced by Roosevelt University and is available at roosevelt.edu or anywhere you get your podcasts. The music for And Justice for All is written and produced by Jesse Case. Thanks for listening.